Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Roman Reigns calls out CM Punk and didn't have many nice things to say either. Plus, we have details of Joey Ryan's two lawsuits following the speaking out movements at a huge main event for Hell in a Cell. For Wednesday, September the 30th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Roman Reigns is set up. Reigns for the spear. CM Punk from behind. So that goes back to, what, 2014? January 2014, Roman Reigns and CM Punk one-on-one on WWE Old School Raw, if memory serves. Well, Roman Reigns wants another go-around. And with Roman Reigns doing some of the best work of his heel career, this is something I'm intrigued by. So Roman was chatting on complex sports podcast Load Management. And he was discussing some dream matches he would like to have. And he said, quote, all the way from someone as big as The Rock to someone like CM Punk, for instance, someone who really hits home with our home audience, our hardcore fans. If you watched wrestling for the past 10 to 15 years and you love it and it's within your blood, then you probably have some kind of feelings about that guy. I know I do. Just by doing one of these things, he made my job a lot harder. If it's something that the fans can get behind and that it can really make them sink their teeth into the product and really drive into the really dive into the creative with us, then I am willing to do it. I don't like the guy, but I don't know many people who do. I don't know many who do, but I'm willing to put business first and make really good content if that is the case. He'd probably have to be slapped around a few times in order to get his mind right. But if it's but if it's willing and the fans and the audience are going to like it and be into it, then most likely I am going to be into it. Roman Reigns with uh, some, some some undiluted words for CM Punk. And Punk is one for always shooting from the hip when it comes to the current WWE product. And Roman Reigns right now, who, as we said at the beginning, 
of this article is is having a new lease on life as the this ultimate bad guy this sort of final boss bad guy and you feel him cutting loose a little bit more which is why i feel like he feels comfortable to say something like this in the interview and i must admit sold me on the idea of roman reigns versus cm punk but we're not going to go too deep into that because I feel like as news reporters, we've seen the word CM Punk. We've all got excited again. I feel like whilst a CM Punk return to form would be uh, a wonderful time for all involved. It, you just I just can't I can't bring myself to see it. I really can't. I think everybody and myself included thought maybe we were a step closer when he turned up on WWE backstage as part of Fox. And then you sort of realize, well, no, this is a Fox deal and he's only on it a couple of times. So probably not. CM Punk isn't as invested in returning to wrestling, let alone wrestling in a Thunderdome or a performance center right now. That's certainly not at the top of his mind. But Roman Reigns very much shooting his shot with CM Punk. The guy he mentioned at the very beginning of that quote there, The Rock, there is a guy that I believe there is more likelihood of Roman Reigns getting into the ring with. The Rock was full of praise for Roman Reigns following Survivor Series, took to Instagram uh, to really put Roman Reigns over strong there. And they've sown the seeds in a way for a Roman Reigns rock match, more so than a Roman Reigns CM Punk match. The whole tribal chief thing, the Samoan bloodline and the heritage thing lends nicely to a rock return to fight Roman Reigns. The CM Punk thing would certainly be something the internet would like to see. Whether I'm going to put my, I'm going to put my hat on the not happening uh, hat stand if such a thing exists. It'd be great to see. We'd love to see it. I'm saying no. Now, following the speaking out movements and the departure from professional wrestling of Joey Ryan, with the exception of a one-hour video where he denied all of the allegations made against him by multiple people. Uh, Joey Ryan's back in the news today. So Joey Ryan has launched... Now we understand two lawsuits against his accusers asking for an excess of $15 million in damages. So this comes from Wrestling Observer, and it was first reported by Heal by Nature. They say Joey Ryan is claiming for lost revenues of up to $10,000 in monthly wrestling bookings. So this breaks down as um, $3,000 in Patreon revenue, $1,000 in merchandise revenue, $1,000 plus in monthly Twitch revenue, cameo revenue of about $500 and also $3,500 in monthly revenue from his home promotion, Bar Wrestling. He's also claiming he's lost social media uh, influence and followers and has seen a substantial decrease in pretty much every aspect of his social media life. And he's suing to, to reap some some 
come back from the damages of that. Uh, so Joe Meehan, a.k.a. Joey Ryan, uh, filed the lawsuit in the U.S. District and Central Court of California this past Thursday. And he is claiming three women named in the first lawsuit made false allegations, which resulted in his reputation being damaged, leading to his financial loss. Uh, it's also been reported this morning via PW Insider that Joey Ryan has now launched a second lawsuit against women who came out against him during the speaking out movement. Now, in the second lawsuit uh, filed before the city of Los Angeles Central Judicial District, it names one woman who is being referred to by PW Insider as Callie, since she's a resident of California, and 10 additional names uh, listed as Jane Doe. Added according to PW Insider, so Joey Ryan has the ability to add them to the lawsuit if he opts to do so. A 38-page lawsuit uh, presented by Joey Ryan features background material on Joey Ryan, his career, uh, his social media platforms, and uh, detailed analysis of before and after the speaking out movement and he says that Callie, who we mentioned earlier, took to social media to make accusations about Ryan's alleged abusive nature towards her, referring to Joey Ryan's other alleged victims, all of which in the lawsuit described as six different defamatory statements, all about Joey Ryan. The lawsuit also alleges that... The sixth statement was specifically intended, quote, to prevent the plaintiff from earning any income through wrestling and destroy the, the credibility of his denial in the plaintiff's video, i.e. the plaintiff did in fact assault the defendant. The lawsuit also claims that Callie used Twitter as a way of defaming the character of Joey Ryan, putting out defamatory statements described uh, and incorporated, uh, which including plaintiff assaulting defendant, the plaintiff committing a sexual battery on defendant, and the defendant engaging in sexual acts with the plaintiff without the defendant's consent. This is all listed uh, in the article, which you can find uh, online as well. So... This is going to be something that we're going to monitor very closely over the next uh, weeks and months as Joey Ryan from Three Women is asking for $200,000 each for economic damages multiplied by the amount of months since June 21st. So $5 million from each in non-economic damages, basically. Also looking for punitive damages of $10 million due to, quote, the malice, hatred, ill will and despicable intentional acts. He wants a permanent injunction on the three from making any more comments about him in the future as well. And he wants them to retract all statements made against him. When we know more on these lawsuits, we will let you know more about it at cultaholic.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. use this as the soundtrack to Helena Cell yet I don't quite know seems fairly obvious seems fairly obvious to me Sasha Banks making a return at Clash of Champions this past Sunday and attacking Bailey in the process. And it looks as if we are just a couple of weeks away from seeing these two clash. Now, WrestleVotes tweeted out the following. Sasha Banks versus Bailey inside Hell in a Cell is the planned main event as of now for the 25th of October pay-per-view event. Banks and Bailey, I've got some pros and cons to this one being i mean the, the the pro being this is a great feature match to pay off banks versus bailey you know the aggression you can you could really manifest inside hell in a cell with these two the con being i feel like this is happening too soon i know we have been slow building this since before WrestleMania, but I feel like we're sprinting to the finish line here. Unnecessarily so. I don't really want to see these two in such a, a big match yet. I feel like this is the last match that they have, but this is indicative of WWE's process, whereby we have a pay-per-view called Hell in a Cell in October, where three of the matches need to be Hell in a Cell matches, and we need to find a way to shoehorn some feuds into becoming Hell in a Cell matches. Now, I'm not saying that Bailey and Sasha don't deserve to have the match inside of Hell in a Cell. Absolutely do. I think it's a great payoff, but I think it's a great payoff in six months' time. I don't think it's a great payoff like three weeks after the... It'll be three weeks... Uh, once we get to Hell in a Cell, it'll be three weeks since the Clash of Champions. So three weeks since Sasha's return, we go straight into Hell in a Cell. I kind of... I miss the slow burn days of, of wrestling storylines, and, and I've loved this slow burn storyline of Sasha Banks and Bailey, and how they've just ground the gears of these two for months and months and months, and I just feel like we're sprinting to this Hell in a Cell match when we could easily spread this out a little bit longer, build this to WrestleMania, have them have the title match at WrestleMania, have them have a rematch inside of Hell in a Cell. Do it then, but that's not going to happen because basically now, if you want to be in a Hell in a Cell match to qualify, you have to be feuding with somebody in and around October as opposed to being in a blood feud. But be that as it may, as I said these two will have a great one at Hell in a Cell. And I'm really delighted that that is going to be the main event. I can't think of another match with the same level of heat right now that could go on last at Hell in a Cell. So... You absolutely love to see it. We've teamed up with Audible to give you a free wrestling audiobook on us from Under the Black Hat 
Jim, Jim Ross's autobiography is a particular favourite of mine. You can sign up to Audible now for 30 days absolutely free and get a book on us. Even if you don't want to keep it, you can keep the book. For more details, go to cultaholic.com forward slash audible. Taking a look at the ratings for Monday Night Raw and some good news for the company. The 28th of September episode of Raw pulled in over 1.8 million viewers, up from 1.6, and they were up against an early NFL game. So that's actually a really positive number for WWE. I'm sure there'll be many people delighted by that. Um, if you missed what happened on Raw, you can check out what went down because Jack uh, covered Raw graded for me just the other day. Uh, in fact, yesterday. <laughs> Days and weeks are all blurred at the moment. You can check out what Jack thought of Monday Night Raw on Raw Graded at youtube.com forward slash cultaholic. WWE have announced another match for TakeOver 31 as the NXT Cruiserweight Championship will be defended this Sunday by Santos Escobar. He will be facing the number one contender, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Now, Scott's story is a really cool one. He's the only person to pin Escobar in WWE. He defeated him in a, in a uh, tag match in the Cruiserweight Championship also in, and also in the Cruiserweight Championship tournament. Uh, they've also squared off for the Cruiserweight title before, uh, but Santos one with the help of Legado del Fantasma and a gimmick mask as a weapon. None of those shenanigans for this Sunday with the Cruiserweight title on the line. So this is what TakeOver 31 looks like, as well as the Cruiserweight title match. We will see Kushida taking on Velveteen Dream. The North American Championship on the line as Damian Priest defends against Johnny Gargano. The NXT Women's Championship on the line. Io Shirai facing Candice LeRae and Finn Balor putting the NXT Championship on the line against Undisputed Era's Kyle O'Reilly. In terms of work rate, it's going to be one of them, isn't it? Where the card may not look like it's going to blow your mind, but once everybody gets into the ring, it's going to be A's all round. I'm just calling it now. Chris Van Vliet was chatting to Miro, the artist formerly known as Rusev, on his podcast recently. And he talks about working uh, in AEW, comparing it to his time in WWE. And Miro said, there is nothing to be worried about in AEW. And I've never been worried about anything, even before. It doesn't matter what people think. I've always been happy. I've always been happy. I just, going to work was a bit of a dreadful moment. But now that's gone, there are no dreadful moments in my life at all. So Miro describing going to WWE as dreadful. Yikes. Mira also revealed how he and AEW got in touch in the first place. He said, so I was sitting at home doing my Twitch and we found out they were interested. So we got in contact. It didn't start off great because I had other opportunities, but I knew I didn't want to go to just any place. I knew I wanted to go to two places, AEW and another one. There's another place that I really want to go to and I will eventually because that's just how it's going to happen. So they called me and we talked back and forth. Even Chris Jericho said they wanted to bring me in. They wanted to bring me in with purpose and not bring me in just to be there. So they came up with this idea with Kip Sabian and the best man thing. And I think the best man is so suiting because of everything that I do. I thought it was a great shtick. And it's not just a shtick though. It's actually fitting because it's my personality. And that's why it was a no-brainer. Yes, let's just do that. I am enjoying the best man in AEW. You'll see him again tonight on AEW Dynamite and Jack will talk about it tomorrow on the Cultaholic YouTube channel with AEW Dynamite graded. 
Big plans for Bound for Glory Week on Axis. This is the TV network that owns Impact Wrestling. They're really doubling down on coverage this October. The Bound for Glory Go Home episode of Impact uh, on 8 o'clock Eastern Time on Tuesday the 20th of October. Following that, immediately, Talk and Shop Full Keg with the Good Brothers is airing on Axis TV at 10 p.m. Special broadcast edition of Carl Anderson the Luke Gallows podcast, which should be great fun. Also, a documentary called This is Bound for Glory is going to premiere on Axis TV at 8 on Thursday. Uh, they'll be replaying the documentary at 6 o'clock. It'll preview this year's Bound for Glory and all the matches involved as well. And then Bound for Glory will happen on Saturday, October the 24th. Uh, there's going to be a pre-show called Live Countdown to Glory on Axis TV with panellists talking about the matches for the night. Loads of stuff happening. Talking of Impact's Bound for Glory, another match has been signed for it. As of last night's episode of Impact Wrestling, the Good Brothers have officially challenged the Motor City Machine Guns to an Impact Tag Team Championship match at the pay-per-view. There was a confrontation between them on Impact last night. Uh, Alex Shelley giving Carl Anderson some grief for his run in Japan and later on we saw the Good Brothers beat the Rascals and then the challenge was made and uh, we will see what they say. It looks almost a, a diff- almost certain that we will see them fight a Bound for Glory. Fightful Select reporting this one regarding Alistair Black's new WWE theme. What was that all about, I hear you ask? What was wrong with his old one? Well, according to Fightful, Alistair Black actually had a hand in picking and switching out his theme because WWE is currently phasing out all the entrance themes that were produced by CFOS and replacing them with tracks by Def Rebel. Does this mean that Glorious is potentially on the chopping block? Oh, that's, that doesn't bear thinking about. New contracts are being offered to NXT call-ups. We understand many of the new NXT call-ups uh, weren't given new contracts, according to Fightful, when they were brought up to Raw and SmackDown. There have been several call-ups in recent weeks that we've heard of that we're, we are told that they'd be discussing new deals soon. WWE's rationale was that travel and schedule was already significantly reduced with cutbacks happening. There was no reason to offer new deals. But looks as if there are now some new deals in the works for the guys coming up from NXT to SmackDown and Raw. And it was announced on Monday, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport will feature a four-person women's tournament that will happen on the Monday. Lindsay Snow, Layla Hirsch, Killer Kelly and Alison Kay are going to be the four women involved. Uh, two sets of matches, the winners advancing, facing each other later in the night. Uh, Hirsch is replacing Diana Perrazzo on the Bloodsport card as well. Uh, Perrazzo pulled out as a result uh, of Impact Bound for Glory. She had a title match there, so she decided to err on the side of caution and stay away from that one. So, uh, so Layla Hirsch with a big opportunity to make a big impact. Uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport coming up soon. Brand new episode of the Cultaholic Desert Island Graps podcast today. It's been away for the summer. It returns today with AAW returning and debuting on Fight TV in the UK. We have the AAW Pro Champion, Mance Warner, on Desert Island Graps. And we talked about a whole slew of things. His training uh, with his training with Billy Rock, uh, his time in deathmatch wrestling. Oh, and that small moment when during a match he had a gun pulled on him. You know, I'm out there talking 
a guy stands up to show that he's got a gun on him, I ain't gonna back down. If he shoots me, he shoots me. You know, if I live, I sell a bunch of t-shirts. You know, if I go, then that's you know, it's a way to go, I suppose. Also later today at twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic, Jack and Owen are back. They are saving Sunderland on Football Manager. You can check out how they get on at twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic. Newcastle United fans should probably avoid that one. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. (laughs) 